Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Apostles Paul and the Apostle Barnabas had just come off of a missions trip in which God had done some great things. Oh yes, they certainly had their moments and trials and tribulations. But in the end, the kingdom was advanced and people were saved and discipled. Once they got back to Antioch and began to share their accounts of the events that had transpired, what happened, as always does, is the enemies of Christ now had come along and began to try to corrupt this new wonder and freedom and joy, this simple joy that the apostles and this new church there in Antioch was experiencing. And what they were trying to propagate was an idea uh, of merging this new Christianity with Orthodox Judaism. These Judaizers, these Orthodox Jewish individuals were saying you had to be circumcised like you were when you were a Jew in order to still be a Christian that you wouldn't be able to be saved. So they wanted to add to the cross of Christ. The church there said, all right, let's get Paul and Barnabas and some of the other boys and let's go on up to Jerusalem and let's talk to the apostles there and clear up this issue once and for all. So picking up in verse 3, it said, they, being sent on their way by the assembly, passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. They caused great joy in all the brothers. Verse 4, and when they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the assembly and the apostles and the elders, and they reported everything that God had done. So now, again, verse 2 told us that Paul and Barnabas, these misbehaving boys, if you will, had effectively been sent to the principal's office. But interestingly enough, on their way there, passed by a few of the local churches to share their joy at what God was doing. So despite the developing difficulties, they still were embracing the advancement of the kingdom and they were rejoicing in the souls that had been joined to it. So it seemed for Paul and Barnabas that the persecution and the trials and tribulations, well, that was just power for the course. It was just the way it was when God's kingdom was being advanced. The foes of God's grace were as unrelenting in their attacks as Paul and Barnabas were in their stance. Verse 5 says, But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them and to commend them to keep the law of Moses. So they kept pounding home uh, their mantra. For the Pharisees, you see, this step of circumcision, it was necessary, the script says. Now, why would it be necessary? Well, it would be necessary if they wanted to hold on to the clout and power that they enjoyed before Christianity uh, entered the scene. You know, there just doesn't seem to be anything that a legalist hates more than a man that's under grace. You see, the gracer's joy, it only infuriates the legalist. Because the legalist is never satisfied with his own bondage but is seemingly obsessed with bringing everyone else under his bondage too. 
Verse 6 says, The apostles and the elders were gathered together to see about this matter. And when there had been much discussion, Peter rose up and said to them, Brothers, you know that a good while ago God made a choice among you that by the mouths of the nations should hear the word of the good news and believe. God, who knows the heart, testified about them, giving them the Holy Spirit just like he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them, them being the Gentiles, cleansing their hearts by faith. Verse 10, Now therefore, why do you tempt God, that you should put a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they are. A debate that's been going on now for some 2,000 years. Actually, the debate was settled right here in this passage if we would just read it as Christians and as a church. Because after much discussion, it says, now Peter, rising to the occasion, began stating the facts as they were already widely known. He reiterated that God had made it clear that the Gentiles were, (laughs) like it or not, coming on board. And he reminded them that God was concerned about the heart and that God had proven his position by delivering to them the gift of the Holy Spirit already. He cleansed their hearts, not because of any works, but because of their simple faith. Peter calls this issue of circumcision for what it is, a yoke. You know what a yoke is? That's that big wooden metal thing that they strap on a cow's neck so it can plow, so it can work. So Peter questioned why they would want to saddle the Gentiles with that kind of a yoke. I mean, it's the same yoke that none of the Jewish leaders were ever able to bear. They were never able to obey it. In fact, it was a yoke that no one has ever been able to bear right up into our day, right up until this morning. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.